Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello all of you beautiful people. Jules here for whatculture.com and this is the thing. You know me by now. I love myself a good boss battle, but um these ones right here, well, they can be literally beaten by anyone because they require absolutely zero effort. Yeah, let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game bosses beaten with literally zero effort. Number 10, The Dormouse and March Hare. Alice Madness Returns. When you see the unnerving cyborg Dormouse and March Hare again in Alice Madness Returns, they're exactly as creepy as when you left them. They've clearly been up to a lot while you've been away, as the docile creatures you left behind instead have become more notably bloodthirsty, given that they collectively try to murder you on three separate occasions. Now, while the first and second are stopped by you, the third and final deadly encounter requires you to do, well, absolutely nothing. The pair show up in an impressive-looking robot that's piloted by the both only for a convenient falling teapot to hit the mech in such a way that it destroys it, killing both the Dormouse and the Hare in the process. Now, there are rumours going around that originally this was actually meant to be a full-on boss battle, but apparently it was scrapped at some point during development. You do technically get to face off against these cyborg animals twice, but you'd be lying to yourself if you didn't feel a profound sense of disappointment when you realised you wouldn't be facing off against them again in their discount transformer here. Number 9. The Clumsy Robot Earthbound God bless this robot. If you didn't already believe that Earthbound was equal parts whimsical and weird, then this boss fight is sure to drive that fact home for you. Because the clumsy robot doesn't really fight you per se. Now, it might hit you every once in a while, and to be fair, it does pack a punch when it lands, but it's far more likely to waste its own turn, seemingly just kind of content to just hang out with you, even if it is in a fighting setting. After a couple of turns pass, any real threat is quickly abated when the Runaway 5 bust into the room and do what maybe you should have done a good while ago, just turn the robot off at the switch. It's almost a shame because your enemy didn't actually seem that malicious, just sort of a, a little bit confused. And to be fair, you too probably would be as well if you were a robot. As a game that offers some genuinely taxing boss battles, it's worth remembering this one that, at the end of the day, required you to maybe heal twice before your pals rocked up and saved the day, at best. Number 8. Blaine, Pokemon Red and Blue No gym leader in the history of Pokemon has got such a bad deal going for them as poor old Blaine here. Blaine is an old man, clearly knowledgeable about all types of powerful critters that lurk around in the tall grass, and one who specialises in fire types. But it's worth remembering here that Kanto is a region that doesn't have an awful lot of fire types, meaning that Blaine has specialised in a pretty niche market. So why, may we ask, is Blaine's gym on goddamn Cinnabar Island, which you can only access 
success by having a Pokemon with Surf. It means that literally every single soul who rocks up to the island does so with at least one creature that can curb stomp his entire roster if it's leveled enough. It's hard enough being a fire-type gym leader, given the amount of people that would have a water-type or ground-type in their team already, without literally ensuring that whatever you do, you'll arrive at Cinnabar with a secret weapon against this old man. Bless him. Number 7. Harley Quinn, Batman Arkham Asylum the Harlequin of hate isn't the Batman villain that you probably first think of when you try to imagine a villain with a serious set of fighting chops, so you'd be forgiven if, when you saw Quinn in the Arkham games, you weren't exactly excited to fight her. But it almost goes without saying that fighting Harley makes sense, not just because she's part of Gotham's rogue gallery, but also because of how different her fighting style is. Instead of brutal, heavy-hitting battles that we have with Bane or even Poison Ivy's plants, a fight with Harley could have been about quick counters and staying on your toes, sort of like your fight with Shiva in Arkham Origins only maybe a little bit less impressive. As such, it seems like a bit of a waste of what could have been a cool fight scene against an iconic villain when she comes cartwheeling towards you only for you to throw her to the ground and then just lock her in jail straight away. And the worst part is that you, the player, don't even get to do the counter. All of this takes place in a cutscene. Seemingly realizing this was a mistake, the sequel Arkham City lets you at least counter Harley when she does some wild flips over to you. I, I guess it's better than nothing. Number 6. The Reaper, Persona 5. Now, right, I know that just mentioning the Reaper here might have triggered some serious Kill Bill sirens in the minds of Persona 5 fans. After all, isn't the Reaper like one of the most difficult bosses in the entire game? Well, if you're trying to face him through normal means, yeah, of course, but the game pretty much explicitly gives you a way to make this fight a total cop-out, and that is the beauty of flu season. If you enter mementos where the Reaper hides on specific days during the flu season, the Reaper will be infected by the disease and gain an especially useful debuff, Despair. Despair will kill the Reaper in three turns, meaning that all you have to do is make sure that you survive that time frame. It's not a perfect method, as the Reaper won't always have this disease, but save scumming to carry out this method is a whole lot easier than trying to carry out a legitimate method against him. And since you get a trophy for killing him, it's well worth the potential moral sacrifice. It's also worth mentioning that the Royal edition of this game has patched this sweet method out, but also means that you should definitely not try it on this version, unless you want a very bad time. Number 5. Dolsayev Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Most Metal Gear games are made by their eccentric and memorable boss battles. Fighting a man who can control bees but is also in internal pain from them, or an octopus lady who can turn invisible will never not feel cool as all hell, because they're just such unusual fights. And because you're playing a goddamn ninja cyborg in Revengeance, it's fair to say that you expect wall-to-wall wacky boss battles with basically everyone you meet. This is a game that has specifically given you a mechanic where you can slice enemies into as many pieces as you can, after all. So if you want big, overdramatic fights, this is the place to find them. But then Dolseyev shows up, and all you have to do is just merely find him. Listen to him tell you in Russian to have intercourse with your mother, and then watch him blow himself up. I mean, it's interesting for sure, but you don't exactly leave the scene feeling like the accomplished badass that you do for the rest of the game. Couldn't he have split into like a crazy cyborg to fight us? Oh well, see you later, mate. Number 4. Harry McDowell, Gungrave After shooting your way through a whole host of interesting bosses in non-stop action, your heart is no doubt racing when you reach the final battle of this series. Where you finally face down the man who killed Grave back when he was a human named Brandon Hart. It's actually a long story, I'm not going to go into it. And after facing down all sorts of strange and exciting foes, surely this is going to be the greatest battle of your life. Well, things get a little wild, I mean, sure, but definitely not in the way that you would have been expecting. Instead of some classy gunslinging action against a longtime rival, you instead end up fighting against a huge, angry, fleshy creature known officially as. <clears throat> 
alien head, which, uh, safe to say, is a bit of a plot twist. And though it's certainly fun to fight what sort of feels like a Doom boss out of the blue, it still sucks that you never get a proper fight afterwards. Instead, old McDowell here sort of just gives up and lets you shoot him in the head, meaning that really your whole battle with him consists of one single pull of the trigger. Number 3. Dr. Lobotto Psychonauts Despite being the main villain of Psychonauts, you never even come close to fighting Dr. Lobotto, the dentist-slash-brain surgeon in the entire game. Which is hilarious, because pretty much from when he's introduced to just before he flees, you kind of spend a lot of time sure that the final level, or at least one of the final levels, will be a casual trip inside his mind, as the level of Psychonauts are made out of individuals' heads. But then, all of a sudden, you realize that you're at the last level of the game, and as the ending cutscenes play out, you're confronted with the realization that your fight with him consisted of him being blasted out of a window by a turtle brain in a tank. Sure, it seems like this was done so that you could face him in the sequel, but it's still absolutely wild that the game is half-based around you chasing this man down and then getting a reptile to do your dirty work for you. Number 2. Songbird Bioshock Infinite Let's be really painfully honest for a minute here. We all wanted to fight Songbird. And sure, when you found out about this creature later on in the game, it maybe puts you off wanting to murder it just a little bit, but each time that you have to flee the hulking Meadow Sparrow before this point, part of you craves a gigantic climactic battle with it. Well, tragically, said boss battle doesn't happen, as your air quotes fight with Songbird can barely be considered one. Because you don't do anything, you just tell Elizabeth to get to it, and then she teleports the three of you to Rapture only with the poor bird outside of the window at the bottom of the ocean. Unsurprisingly, this deep pressure doesn't seem to agree with the creature, and we watch the unfortunate being succumb to the water pressure and then die there in front of you. And uh, I guess, in a way, as much as you probably wanted a fun battle with the poor thing, this is a much more suitable death for it, as Songbird was never really truly your enemy. But still, come on, let me shoot it in the face a little bit. And number one, Professor Nakayama, Borderlands 2. He falls down a flight of stairs. What a fool! What a goddamn egg-headed fool! I know that we've covered this one quite a lot recently, but my god, each and every time I watch this, I laugh, but then also get annoyed because I wanted to battle him. <sighs> well, at least the poor professor's in a better place now. In our lists. <laughs> at least he'll get more longevity there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.